Hi, welcome to Chase Talks. My name is Chase D and this is in fact my first episode. So I'm pretty excited but nervous at the same time. Quick background on me, I've been a digital marketer for 10 years and I've been in the entertainment industry for about 14 years. I currently consult companies on their digital strategies and I recently started a game streaming channel on Facebook Gaming. Hence, I will be bringing to you advice and strategies that could help you develop your brand and my journey as a streamer on the do's and don'ts and whatnot. On this episode, we're going to talk about the rise in home delivery and e-commerce in Sri Lanka amidst the pandemic and how you can take advantage of these learnings if you're considering about doing deliveries during the pandemic and some tips on how you can start promoting with almost zero advertisement investments. To start off with, the Sri Lankan consumer prefers making transactions through cash and while we have seen an increase in online stores and banks too promoting cashless transactions, there is an underlying fear of identity theft. Certain sectors like food and garment brands have been building their businesses online, however groceries and produce for instance, these sectors have not seen a lot of growth besides a few major supermarket chains having a presence. And upon the strict lockdown, especially during the first two to four weeks, the amount of availability of groceries reduced significantly. And during this course of time, the government also eased restrictions to allow essential services to deliver. The first phase saw food trucks making rounds and they would go door to door. And then deliveries by supermarkets started opening with credit card and cash on delivery options. And then there was the third one, which was the small businesses, which focused on specific types of items. And they took orders via WhatsApp and focused more on cash on delivery. While it does sound great that all of these options open up for the public, one of the main issues which supermarkets faced was the high volume of traffic going into their websites. The first time one of the supermarkets opened up their website, they had to shut it down actually in about 30 minutes because of the overload. And in fact, they had to upgrade their servers and that took, I think, a few days uh, for them to cope with the incoming requests. And in addition, other issues which customers were facing even after these upgrades were done were there were daily quotas and people found it difficult to order because they would log in in the morning, they would wait until that particular time and then be able to open up their account, rather register a new account, and then when they tried to order, the quota was already finished. It was that quick that people were ordering. And similar issues were also faced by supermarkets that were using third-party delivery services as well. And then, of course, you have the food trucks which went door to door but unfortunately there were some trucks which didn't cover certain areas mainly because it wasn't part of their routes or they just didn't know and there were so many different roads which are going in from the main road so they would sometimes miss certain houses so these all were definitely problems which were there and what i almost forgot to mention was there were instances where reputed delivery websites or one in particular searched their prices which led to a massive social outcry and hence there were issues there which led to this opportunity
this leads us back to the third one being the small businesses. These were businesses which started with a focus on specific types of items, for example, poultry, hygiene, to even things like pet food. And some of these businesses were pre-existing ones but didn't offer delivery. And others were new businesses which saw the opportunity during this lockdown. So what the smaller businesses did, instead of worrying too much about a website, because you're going to take time to make that and it's about take seizing the opportunity, right? Instead, they opened up a Facebook page and set up a WhatsApp number because that's what's more commonly used in Colombo and its suburbs, whereas out of this particular area, you would have Viber being the more predominantly used one. And they took in orders from that and they worked out cash on delivery. Of course, one of the problems which we were talking about earlier about the lack of uh, perceived confidence when it comes to credit cards and debit cards, now the consumer in fact slowly started moving into it because they were put in that situation where they didn't have any other choice. So hence you saw an increased usage of reputable e-commerce sites as well. What's important here is the fact that there was a sudden surge where any day you would receive four to five forwards from friends or family uh, on your messenger apps um, saying this is available from this person, that's available from this person. So hence it made it a bit easier to sometimes source the food when you couldn't necessarily go to one particular place. So poultry you'd go to someone else, for vegetables you'd go to someone else and for fruits for example you would go to another vendor. So this kick-started that small business. In fact Later on, what it also kick-started was the home bakery uh, business as well. So we're going to go through like a few things which you can do if you're interested in kick-starting your own goods delivery business, whatever that delivery business may be. And we're going to focus on the organic growth. And the reason for this is with the pandemic, there is a mass need. Hence, the chance of people sharing your information between one another is higher because you have friends and family who would want to keep each other in the loop as how they were able to get certain items to their home. First off, what's important is establishing your Facebook brand page, as this would sort of be like your website, as you'll be able to showcase your product offerings and your contact information will also be there. At the same time, you have Facebook groups which are also focused on deliveries. These will be localized to your area or your city or even your country in general. And a lot of these groups, you would find people who have the need and they can't seem to find a supplier and other vendors who will be promoting their products as well. Putting your brand out there is important on these groups, mainly because you have members which can vary from a thousand to ten to sixty thousand people who are on it so you've automatically have a base there which you will be able to put yourself in front of and have your business get distributed absolutely free simply by people trying to forward it now from there what you are getting are users who want to share it amongst their friends and those who they know and on top of it, the chances of them distributing these posts via messenger platforms such as WhatsApp, Viber and even iMessage is higher. Additionally, you too would probably be in a few messenger groups, right? Like it's probably one of those muted family groups which constantly get forwards and you're not really paying much attention to or a friends group. But definitely every one of us has one, of the, one or two of those groups. So it's a big chance for you to even put your uh, business opportunities or what you're starting there, uh, your flyers, 
onto those groups and another place which you can connect on would be twitter and instagram as long as you use effective hashtags which are relevant and trending to the products that you are promoting stay away from irrelevant ones because people tend to then completely omit you because you're not what they're looking for Then comes the next thing, which is legitimizing your Facebook page. Now, what I mean by legitimizing is if you're starting a new page and you don't have any followers, people are going to wonder when they come onto your page, why should they order from you? The best thing to do is to have your friends and family order from your business because they will always be the first customers and then have them put up recommendations for you. Even though you have a smaller following of people, those who are coming newly the first timers, they will be able to use these as references to see if you're a trusted vendor. And because one of the biggest cons which you're having right now are scammers who are constantly trying to scam people uh, for their money by promising goods, that's something which you want to avoid because they sometimes ask for bank transfers, they ask for the deposits which are done through kiosks and those goods never arrive. And consumers are smart. They know these things are happening, so they will do their level best to stay away from these types of tricks. So important thing, recommendations. And you might say, hey, you know what, all is well and good, but you don't really have a software to edit your photos. So that's not too difficult, really. You know, if you really do a bit of searching online, you'll even find free tools such as Canva, which you can use to create your own image posts or flyers, whichever word that you like to use. And another important thing is you're making sure of putting your number. Make sure that you put your mobile number or your contact number or your email address so people know if it gets shared out of the specific platform it's meant for, for example, Facebook, people still have the opportunity of finding your business. So your Facebook page or Instagram, and whatever other forms which they can reach you on. Make sure that you have those readily available and clear. Now that you've set everything up, you're starting to get your business going and you're having more orders coming in, eventually you'd want to continue to put yourself out there. Now in Sri Lanka, what happened was with the ease of restrictions, especially during the last like two weeks or so, our two major players in the mobile app food delivery business, that we have Uber Eats and Pick Me Foods, which is the locally created startup, uh, they in fact started onboarding new vendors to their platform. So that's an opportunity there as well for you to seek out other third-party apps which do delivery because if you are if you get onboarded as a new client chances are that you'll also get a bit of additional exposure you might end up on their home page and this means they would of course have like a few million users or a few hundred thousand users who would potentially see you and then want to order from your business and by the time that you've of course reach this stage or right before it, it also would be a good time for you to consider how much you'd want to advertise online. Eventually, you want to start investing back into your business to start marketing it so that you can grow it and generate more orders.
Finally, if you're considering on continuing this as a business, it really could be a home bakery that you started off. It could be you're doing luxury items. Uh, it could be confectionaries, for instance. And something which you want to consider is eventually getting yourself a website. So take the time on this because websites do require a certain amount of investment and if you do have the do-it-yourself options which works on like a monthly subscription model that's available for you if you know a bit of code then you can always make your own on wordpress or go to a professional developer Uh, developers can of course range from being able to set up your website from like 14 days could even be 60 days or even never depending on how good or bad the developers are. So always do your due diligence when it comes to developers, scrutinize, ask questions. If you don't know, have them educate you. If they refuse to educate you, then there's something wrong. Do not fall for that because there's plenty who would make something sound really complicated when it actually isn't when they explain it to you and they think just because they can make a website, they know it all. So keep that in mind. And something else to keep in mind is your payment portals. Now, that's something that you need to definitely look into as you start looking at your websites. Uh, besides cash on delivery, you'd want to integrate something like PayPal if it's allowed in the country that you're residing in. And then there's, of course, the bank payment gateways or other third-party payment gateways, depending on the region or from the country that you're in, because it depends. Uh, bank portals would be easy. In Sri Lanka, it sometimes takes a bit of time. So there is, of course, a trusted partner for that, which has a flexible subscription plan. It's a third party, but they work with banks and it's called a pay here. So they are actually a convenient option, which even my developers use it for its convenience. And I've seen many people using it on their e-commerce websites. So if you're in Sri Lanka, go for pay here. If you're overseas, go for your local trusted one, which is available, or you or you can rather go for something like PayPal. What this pandemic has shown is the changes in consumer behavior. People have become more willing to be flexible and also at the same time take certain risks to ensure that they have the goods they have at home. After all, everyone needs to eat and everyone needs to stay clean and everyone needs their guilty pleasures. And with no definite end in sight and with mandatory social distancing being required all over the world, the need and convenience of having things delivered to their homes would continue to only increase. Hence, a lot of opportunities available for small businesses to take advantage of at this time. So what we just talked about here on this episode are the very basic ways of you promoting your business depending, of course, on the restrictions which you have in the areas that you are. Now, this is, of course, not the only way to do it. There's definitely more interesting ways which you can promote your brand. It's about your creativity. Also, when it comes to how you're promoting it online, you need to use that creative element. And wherever possible, again, based on your restrictions, and if you have other ways of promoting things, uh, which were maybe very core to your restaurant or your business, you'd want to try to activate those core consumers 
and then from there you'd be able to reach out to a larger audience and hence create a buzz. Remember, it's socializing which has reduced. Social media, it just keeps booming. So there's a lot of opportunity. And I hope that you found this episode of Chase Talk to be informative and I really appreciate your feedback. This is my first episode as I mentioned. And feel free to drop a voice note back or you can find me on social media, on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter. I go by the handle official of Chase. That's one word, official of Chase. And you should just stay safe. I think that's the most important thing. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to be ending my sign-offs. But for now, stay safe and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.